Good morning. He is risen. He is risen indeed. All over the world today, the church is greeting one another with this declaration. Easter, or Resurrection Sunday, is the high point of our Christian faith. Everything revolves around this event. Let's look at Matthew's account of the first Easter morning. Early on Sunday morning, as the new day was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went out to visit the tomb. Suddenly there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven, rolled aside the stone, and sat on it. His face shone like lightning, and his clothing was as white as snow. The guards shook with fear when they saw him, and they fell into a dead faint. Then the angel spoke to the women, Do not be afraid. I know you are looking for Jesus, who was crucified. He isn't here. He is risen from the dead, just as he said would happen. Come, see where his body was lying. And now go quickly and tell the disciples that he's risen from the dead, and he's going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there. Remember what I've told you. The women ran quickly from the tomb. They were very frightened, but also filled with great joy. And they rushed to give the disciples the angel's message. And as they went, Jesus met them and greeted them. And they ran to him, grasped his feet and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, don't be afraid. Go tell my brothers to leave for Galilee, and they will see me there. On this first Easter morning, a whole new order broke into the cosmos. Mary and the disciples were immediately confronted with this new reality as they encountered the resurrected body of Christ. Jesus was physically present. Thomas had touched his wounds. Jesus had eaten with the disciples on more than one occasion. And yet, at the same time, his body was entirely different. It suddenly appeared in locked rooms. And then just as suddenly, he was gone. His appearance was similar, but somehow different. For the two disciples on the Emmaus Road walked with him for some time and, and didn't recognize him. In the resurrection, Christ becomes the first expression of the new creation. His resurrection is a totally new kind of event. Paul understood that all of the cosmos, because of Christ's resurrection, was going to be transformed forever. When we see the truth and significance of this, it changes our worldview. There's a different future for us. There's a time and a place where the oppressive rich, the powerful, the dishonest do not have the final word. This is called a new heaven and a new earth, a place of justice and mercy. Christ's resurrection is the first fruit of an eternal reality. The resurrection changes our way of seeing and interacting with our world. We embrace and are empowered by what the Bible calls a living hope. This resurrection worldview empowers us to become truly prophetic people, to live from the reality of heaven now. The resurrection is our hope. 
This is our biblical vision for the future of all the cosmos. Therefore, our gospel is ultimately a cosmic gospel. One of the early church fathers, Irenaeus, wrote this, Neither the structure nor the substance of creation is destroyed. There will be a new heaven and a new earth, and in this new heaven and new earth, man shall abide forever new and forever conversing with God. What took place on that first Sunday morning embraces all of creation. And Paul called this embrace of God reconciliation. He said this to the Colossians, For it was the Father's good pleasure for all the fullness to dwell in Christ, and through him to reconcile all things to himself. This is the meaning, the power, and the joy of the resurrection. This is why the world over, men and women today remember and rejoice. So today, our relationship with the triune God carries with it the seeds of eternity. Because of the cross and resurrection, we are eternal beings. And so we conclude with Paul's great climactic decree to the Corinthians in chapter 15. He declared it to them, but at the same time he proclaimed this uh, over the principalities and powers. He proclaimed this to the world. He shouted it from the rooftops, as it were. But let me reveal to you a wonderful secret. We will not all die, but we will all be transformed. It will happen in a moment in the blink of an eye when the last trumpet is blown. For when the trumpet sounds, those who have died will be raised to live forever. And we who are living will also be transformed. For our dying bodies must be transformed into bodies that will never die. Our mortal bodies must be transformed into immortal bodies. Then, when our dying bodies have been transformed into bodies that will never die, this scripture will be fulfilled. Death is swallowed up in victory. O oh, death, where is your victory? O oh, death, where is your sting? He is risen. He is risen indeed. God bless you.